Yoko is the Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> yes. She truly has it. She's a Trandoshan Grand Inquisitor. Wow. Paul's like the fifth brother. Him all like the brother number three. Did you pick the other Korean guy, Ernie? No, why? Is that <laughs> oh, is that Fast and the Furious? Is it? <laughs> I didn't know that. You're so cut. You are yeah, so cut. I am so cut now. Jeez. If if Paul ever hears this. Which <laughs> he probably won't. <laughs> he probably won't. I'm You're safe. safe for now. Hello there. I'm Kevin, aka Toying Around. I'm Yoko, also known as Live and Love Yoko. Hey, I'm Paulie from Bitter Asian Dude, Inc. I'm Ernie, also known as the one and only Fallen Fett. We're four friends chatting about our love for Star Wars, toy collecting, and pop culture. You're listening to the Boba Squadron Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Boba Squadron Episode 9. I'm here with Yoko and Ernie. Uh, unfortunately, Paul Paul's still working tonight. He is a very hardworking and busy man, but he will be joining us hopefully next week. You know, before we get too far ahead, I want to let everyone know this episode will be airing May 16th. And then episode 10 will be May 23rd, uh, which is the same week as the premiere of Kenobi. And in case you were listening to this podcast and you just found us, you didn't know, um, we were just doing this podcast because there's a hiatus between shows we usually do a live recap of of disney plus shows and since kenobi is back on the 27th uh we're gonna take a break from this audio podcast at a nice round even number episode 10 and kenobi airs on the 27th we'll do a live breakdown on monday may 30th on youtube youtube.com slash toying around uh probably 9 p.m. Eastern, come join us. We're going to break down the first two episodes. Or on Twitch. Or on Twitch, because I never forget about Twitch. Thank you, Yoko. <laughs> I always do. Uh, and then episode three comes out June 1st, and then we're going to be doing the weekly breakdowns on Saturdays, I believe. So it'll be June 4th for the breakdown of episode three. And after that, it's only going to be three more weeks. So it's it's going to be a short run, and hopefully we will return back to the audio podcast holy crap man we've been together for six months oh i can't believe it's already going to be june we literally started january 1st did we yes he, he uh kevin texted me i was in target looking for toys <laughs> and he's like hey you want to hop on he's like but it's the first i'm like dude i ain't doing nothing <laughs> it's the first that'd be Was awesome. it really the first yeah huh book of boba fett ernie's like i yeah. remember the day i do <laughs> I was, came a prospect. I was in Target. I, I, dude, I can't believe it's already June. So that's really sweet to say. Then June first will be, you know, the other one. That's Do you cool. remember what you were hunting for? Uh, December, um, probably the Ghostbusters pack. I think it was somebody else needed it. Oh, nice. The the exclusive, the ghost of that one. The family that busts together? Yes. That two-pack? That two-pack, yeah. Very named two-pack. Yeah. I really like that pack, though. You know, you know, we just recently watched Afterlife. I want to go back. I want to go grab that. I want to grab the whole team if I can. And the I do, too, but I want to find it on sale. It's hard to find it on, on sale. Not, I mean, nothing against the figures, but it's just like another line I don't need to commit to. But if I'm going to justify it, if it's on sale, then, yeah. I had to because it was on sale. You had yeah. to. 
you had to. You don't There's have those item. buys in the store when yeah. like you you literally said no, like no, I'm not getting this. And then you're at Target and it's on clearance and it's like eight bucks and you're like, oh okay, yeah, now I'm getting it. Well, I thought you said no, yeah, but it was eight dollars and everybody says, oh okay, yeah, of course you had to. There's always like a I'll buy it on on sale figure, I guess, but have to have to. I'm just saying it's a little strong. I always uh. see people post. They're like, oh, I saw it on sale and I have to buy it. And I don't know why I get so judgmental in my head. I'm like, oh, did you really have to? But then when I when it happens to me, I'm like, oh, two dollars for Batman? Yeah, I gotta get this. <laughs> Behind me, sitting that whole pile is all clearance stuff. Yeah, man. Because I see it on clearance. You gotta rescue it. You gotta rescue some yeah. stuff. We like to call it rainy day toy mingos, which means at some time in the future, five years from now, you hope that you can throw up on eBay and make some rainy day cash. For reals. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, sometimes I do that and uh, that stuff. I, I like to do uh, a toy drive at the end of the year towards November, December. Mm. So I think that's kind of how it started because the, I, I did a, like a local toy toy meet and people were always selling stuff. And at the end of it, if their stuff didn't sell, they'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll sell it for a dollar. It's like, why why sell it for a dollar? Put it into a toy drive and, yeah. you know, okay. some somebody at the holidays, some kid can, can enjoy it. So I try to remind people now, I've been doing it for a few years. It's like, yo, if it's clearance, you're out buying stuff. Just yeah. pick up a few extra pieces and throw it in. I definitely save it for box. then, too. That's great. Yeah. We do it with Toy Migos and we do it with Starlight Digest. Starlight Digest, because we're all local, we mm. do lots of um, toy drives up here for that. And it's cool. I even bring extra, just like you're saying, to hand out people who didn't show up with a toy. Right? Mm. Now, here's my question to you. Have you ever felt bad for the toy you've given? Because was it last <laughs> year or the year before? I gave a bunch of those crappy Jin Ursos. And even I was like, oh, oh why am I handing these out? Because they all were at $2. Yeah. So I bought a bunch just for that reason, for toy drives and everything. But then like on my third one that I was at and I saw it, I'm like, why am I giving this to a kid? Like, this figure sucks. <laughs> and I was like, it makes you feel bad. Like, you know what? I'm going to throw in an Obi-Wan that- with it. The kid who's getting it wouldn't get anything otherwise, possibly, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I actually, think about that, and I'm I do like, want to. Might be a toy stop. But sorry, I do want to point out though, like it's the toy drives and stuff are great, especially during the holidays. But there are organizations that um, take toys year round because there are other gift giving occasions throughout a year for kid for these kids, right? True. So so you don't you don't have to wait till holiday time because they you know everyone's yeah. donating toys at holiday time so. You can like, a lot of a lot of the foster kids um, groups take toys year round, so they can yeah. hand them out for birthdays and and whatnot too. So just no, keep that in mind. Point. Yeah, no, it's a great point. We do do it. Uh, United yeah. Way is one of them. Yeah. So anytime that we had a meetup, and before we would actually, I would rent out a whole theater. Yeah. And then for any type of movie premiere, but we kind of lost our connection, and lots of people now because of COVID haven't come back to going yeah. but marvel movie star wars we'd rent out the whole theater and then that was a part of it was bring a toy toy that's or a cool. book that's super cool books yeah yeah books even better give books yeah yeah because yeah. i still feel <laughs> that way because that and then i actually hope for comic books or yeah. other kids books you know what i mean i've kind of mm-hmm. given the side eye to somebody who shows up with like an adult book yeah. like they just had i'm like are you serious? You really like, a, like a romance? <laughs> yeah, you know, Fabio's on the front. <laughs> yeah, but you're absolutely right. That is a great point. You can all the time. United Way is one of those ones. So it, it's yeah. it, it's always cool to give. But 
yeah, Kevin, you were saying as far as you felt that way too? Because I don't know. I feel like, oh, this is a bum toy. I should be giving more. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, – <laughs> hey, this week they started doing a press tour for the Kenobi TV series. I think it was Deborah Chow, uh, Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, which is awesome seeing the two of them together so doing uh, doing a tour. Yeah. And I think I think the actor who plays or actress that plays one of the Inquisitors, was she also in that what's that first photo with all four of them? Yeah. Yeah, that's was. that's her. Rev, right? Is it Reva? Rev Reva? Reva, yeah. I don't know um, the actress's name though. Unfortunately, I apologize, I don't either. See, this is where you know Paul's because he schmoozes with everybody. And Paul wouldn't know her name either. I, I bet just, you ten dollars he would. would know. Ten dollars? Yeah. Well, Text him right now. Right. You priced it right. Yoko's going to do it. We will live update <laughs> in the podcast when Paul replies. Yes. In the middle, he's going to be on set. He's like, oh, $10 on, on, the, Paul, on the line? Paul would act like he knows, but he would really forget, and he'd be like fumbling on his phone and then be like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> and they were also joined by the Inquisitor, the actress who played the Inquisitor, Moses Ingram. Good. Were all yeah, you, you all knew that name. How cool was it to see to see uh you know anakin and obi-wan back together that was amazing the whole setup was great yoko called it earlier uh yoko what were you saying they were what uh, they, i said they looked look? like, they, like they were like wearing they were bounding they were disney bounding Definitely. Well, look anakin i want to call him anakin hayden mm-hmm. was the one that caught me first i'm like he's totally dressed like that's like a great vader outfit yeah it's yeah got that quilty quilty right? line yeah Striped suit, not striped. Then then it was you and McGregor. Yeah, he totally was too. The whole light tans and everything. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it was great. And then they have their pictures and everything, and that was so. the The importance to me, though, of having her there, the 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 sister Reva, I feel like then she's really going to play a huge part, right? Yeah, because that's who you're sending out on the press tour. Like you could have just had you in and and. Anakin, but you also threw her out there, so now I'm just more intrigued of what's going to happen. Well, I think they wanted to give us someone new too, right? Instead of just the returning. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very true. Yeah. Well, she's pretty yeah. huge in in the most recent trailer. I mean, she yeah. does. There's some Ewan McGregor doing the voiceover, but she it's like her shouting at Kenobi as uh-huh. as most of the audio in the last trailer. She's like, yeah. "You're you're never going to escape him" or something like that. You know, she's twirling the saber, so it's. She's she's going to be pretty prominent, I think, for sure. I'm just seeing them together. I'm even more excited. And the conversations that they had beforehand where Ewan called out and he was calling out that, hey, you know, we were given a lot of crap for the the prequels. Like some people did not like them. And then he pointed to the photographer and was like, you just told me that you loved them now. But, but when you were a kid, it was different because you grew up with it. And he goes, "That that's changing for me, which mm. I think is amazing to put that out there and he's like now it's a, a huge following and there's a lot more respect for it which he felt they should have and then i even love how anakin chimes in in with you know episode three was fantastic yeah i think you you even said something like oh it was a great movie and hayden was like it was a phenomenal film or it was like yeah. it, it was almost a film critique uh <laughs> headline you know clickbaity headline yeah it was so cool i mean not like they were gonna say anything else right but but it is nice to see them getting their due. I, I felt that it was very um, heartfelt and, and mm-hmm. honest because they were like setting up for the picture 
but somebody had the camera on because then even more of the honesty Ewan goes into, <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time that somebody says I have the high ground, <laughs> he goes, I've heard that forever. So, you know, like, of course you get that star Wars play, which kind mm -hmm. of always has thrown, um, uh, Oh my God, Harrison Ford off of it. Like, Oh my God, I don't care. Cause you star Wars fans are crazy. I know he always plays on it, yeah, but he still like leans into that. Yes, absolutely. So I thought that was cool mm -hmm. too. You know, it wasn't an interview. It was more of a behind the scenes shot. So mm -hmm. to me, that felt more real mm -hmm. of, wow, they're, they're really into this, which I hope then we do get more. I know we haven't even seen this, but supposedly Hayden's already said like, I'm down to keep playing Vader, but his Anakin look with that hair, seeing him standing in that all black suit. That's why I keep saying Anakin like you did, because I just see Anakin. I'm serious. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's Anakin on a vacation day because he's wearing the, the Disney bound. Like I was looking at it. Yeah. When you when I saw the pattern on those clothes, I'm like, is this a new Adidas collection? Is this a new yeah. North Face collection? <laughs> I, I want this this kind of sweater. I saw so many people saying they want that jacket. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It was fresh. I just can't get over the pants, though. I don't know why our high water is coming back, but Ewan had the high waters right. And then, which was so funny, still, Hayden's were like cuffed at the bottom, right? Is like, that what it's that called? High school. waters? Because Yeah, the water when they come high? up, a, a, yeah, I, I don't know. That's what they were called in my day. It was If yours went above your ankle, they were called high waters. And oh. you were like a nerd if you wore those. Something was wrong. Basically, you knew that it was handed down to you, right? And you're, and you're wearing clothes that don't fit you. I'm serious. That's what it looked upon was you had to share clothes with your brothers and sisters and you know they obviously don't fit but you're still wearing Kevin, i don't know about that <laughs> Kevin, yeah. i don't know what it's like to share with brothers and sisters right no I but I do, I do know about those pants i think with asian parents they call it like you're working in the rice fields because you know if they're standing in the rice fields they'd roll their pants up yeah. right so that's yeah about that's why i was so surprised though. like oh that's what it's called high water Oh, see, and that's just what I grew up knowing it as. Cultural that was the clash. only thing that pulled me out from there. I was like, oh, man, are these coming into style? Because I'm not walking around. <laughs> you were upset about that. <laughs> yeah. Although my shorts hang low enough that it already looks yeah, like that. I was going to oh, well. say, are, don't you basically wear that? You got the big old, the, yeah. the Dickies, the Dickies uh, shorts. Right? Yes, it is. It's the same thing. Still waiting for my sponsorship from Dickies. Man. Yeah, that's that's all I roll with. It's the most comfortable. That's I don't know why they're always made like that, though. So i am always been used to it. Yeah, I would definitely. I, I want to know. That's the one situation where like, oh, what are you wearing today, celebrity? And they're like, this is from the so-and-so collection. It would have been nice to hear favorite. what it was. Yeah. Look, if they were women, they would have been asked. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> so, okay, on that point, do you really feel like their stylist did it on purpose do you think it was oh, a setup? Yes. 100% yeah that is marketing that is yeah that's hell yeah man that, that that's the stylist who's in the know and and knows that like bounding is right a thing right now yeah yeah it was it was completely yeah. awesome props to the stylist yeah and it's so funny to get hyped from that right yeah. i mean mm -hmm. we're a week out two weeks mm -hmm. out Two weeks out, two man. Weeks. We just said podcast episode nine, episode yeah. ten, and then that's it. That's right. It. The show starts. Two weeks out. That's Ooh. that's that's pretty wild. Two weeks will be at celebration. I need to start packing. Mm hmm. I, I saw that recently. My outfits, man. Corinne just got in hers today. Oh. 
I don't know what I'm doing now. I just feel so left out after seeing Star Wars night when we were there on the fourth. Yeah. And then I see the the Hayden and and you in, and I'm like, I'm just wearing a shirt. Maybe I should do something. (laughs) Yeah, I do hope they they drop some drop some apparel. I don't know if it'll be in time because remember remember North Face did the uh, Mm -hmm. the Boba Fett stuff right around right around December because I remember Paul Paul Mm -hmm. got a jacket. There's a whole and you know the boat that one's sick. The hat hat, and Adidas. Yeah, and her universe. Shunned topic, the new uh, the new book, Kenobi related book. Well, yeah, related. It is Kenobi. Shunned. We actually have written down a shunned topic. Shunned of the show topics notes. is going to be a recurring uh, segment of this show, where we talk because... about books that I will read, and we're not sure if the other three members. Nope. I'm going to wait promote... for your full review. We want to promote literacy and reading um... for all the young podcast listeners. <laughs> I keep meaning to tell you, Ernie, Boba Fett is part of Dark Disciple. He is a he is a recurring character throughout this book. Really? Yeah. Now you do, his do you know our, our time sp- our time stamp on it? He's, no? He shows up a few times. I'm no, not done time, with it yet. Time stamp, I'm saying in, in the Star Wars universe. So when is this taking place? Oh, well, so it's before it's before Dooku dies. Oh, so we're at young Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, but he is the leader of the of the bounty hunter. The like the, they showed in Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh, really? Working, yeah. And Ventress has crossed him before because they keep refer- referring yes. to that. Yes. Then then Ventress goes back to him for help in this book at one point. Okay, I think I remember that. So, Yoko, did you read that's, this that's or audio book this? I'm audio booking this. <laughs> it counts as no. reading. Dude, yeah, the audiobooks are amazing. Have you audiobooked a Star Wars book, Kev? No, I haven't, but I it, you, it's <laughs> they do voices and everything, bro. Yeah. If you get one of the good ones and it really puts you in. Like just, if you're walking around. The Ventress voice things. is I don't I <laughs> the Ventress okay. voice throws me off. Okay, so that that does happen. Yeah. There are ones out they're there. Usually though, that they're usually great. They're usually great. This is the first one. But I think it's just Ventress, you know. Like you want her to sound a certain way, and this one just throws me a little bit. How does this one sound? Is it? <laughs> it sounds like a man trying to sound like Ventress. Her her hissing like whisper, or is he just going? It's like on more about like it? raspy, you know. Really? Uh, like okay. A little unpleasant sounding. Yeah. 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 Like is Ventress choking? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. But. What can you uh, tell people about Brotherhood? Um, well, I have not read it yet, but I am going to read this one. My my copy's on the way to me. Um, but it's it's so the it's about it's about Anakin and and Obi Wan, and it's set after the events of Attack of the Clones. After That's really all I know Attack about of it. The clones, okay. Yeah. Ooh, my comics are on the way to me too. Yeah, the new Kenobi comic. We should mention that too. I guess that just came out. Yes, the new Kenobi comic. Yeah. Issue one came out. Was it this week? Or May the fourth. May the fourth. Oh, is that when it was? I went and got yeah. mine on Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. So yeah, it was still available. Yeah. Um, one, I do want to get into it because I'm hoping. Do we know? Does this have anything to do with the series? Or no? Was this beforehand? I don't know. Like, was yet. this was this comic book already coming out beforehand? I doubt it. It seems to. The timing seems too yeah. coincidental. 
But yeah, that's what I felt too, and that's why I picked it up. But not only that, but the cover on it. It's a great cover. Oh, all of the all there's, of the uh, variant several, covers yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. David Nakayama does a, a variant cover on it too. Yeah. Did you read it yet, Ernie? No, I was actually that's on my list for tomorrow to do. Mm-hmm. Um I I was like I said, free comic book day. Uh I thought it kind of sucked with I mean, as much as going on in Star Wars and Marvel that there wasn't a free Star Wars comic book like to grab, you know, for Star mm-hmm. for Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. But they did have this available, so I was super jazzed about that. I did see at least that store had five other variant covers of the Obi-Wan. But uh, this this poster-looking one to me, and the one that I'm describing, it has Ewan on it with Alec Guinness behind it, like your old Sears portrait photos, mm-hmm. but then <laughs> Vader at the bottom uh, with his saber out. So I thought, man, Is I that thought the that main was cover? Cool. I can't even remember. Yeah, oh, I thought this one. was, right? Isn't it? It is. Yeah, okay. okay. So book number one, I'm hoping that somehow it gives us a little bit of a tie-in to the series yeah maybe I, maybe we can talk about the next week hopefully I'll, I'll have my copy too and we can read it okay yeah i'm for sure gonna do that and then yeah. anybody listening if you haven't mine was very low on it and that's probably because i didn't know it was may the 4th i waited until that day yeah i must have read it wrong so um they are out there though mm-hmm. if you guys want to try and grab one so you guys could read it too yeah it is number one and it's just labeled star wars obi-wan like I said, yeah, I, that would be I a sick it. poster. I you it. did read it already? It. Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy yeah. it? Can you at least say that? I don't know yet. It's it's setting up something, and I, I'm I th- I feel like it's a different story. I don't know if it's tying into the show yet. But again, oh, it's hard okay. to say. So issue one, it's going to be like a monthly series. I I presume. So we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, right, what what cover did you get? I got the same one as you. They didn't. Okay. My shop didn't have any of the variants, but um, it's it's okay. David, yeah. Again, I think my favorite one is David Nakayama. He does a lot of great variant covers. He does. What did I get? He does artwork for Marvel Legends, I believe, and he has uh, signed copies on his website. He has signed graded copies on his website, so I, I might just pick one up from there. So I just installed Audible to look up Star Wars Brotherhood by Mike Chen. Yeah. And um, audiobook is 12 hours and 46 minutes. Yeah. My God. Is that how long it takes to read books? It takes longer to read books, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's them them saying the whole book out for you. So, it's pretty cool to throw on in your drive, walking around the house, doing this or that. I I was, I kind of scoffed at the idea of audiobooks counting as real reading until I I started doing it because I used to have hour plus long commutes, you know, each way to work. Um, so I started listening to audiobooks and it was a great way to get reading in, you know. And I think I, I think it I it totally counts as reading for the record. But um, you know, it's nice because I'll have I'll have an audiobook to listen to now, now that I no longer have a commute, but I'll you know, when I, if I if I go on a walk or sometimes while I'm cleaning or doing dishes or something like that, I'll 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 mm-hmm. listen to yeah. that while I'm while I'm doing stuff around the house. Um, and then I'll have my hard copy book that I read, you know, in the evenings or something sometimes too. I don't, I don't like to read too many books at once. I get, that confuses me. I forget what's happening where, but I can do one audio and one physical book. I, I you know what you might find that that's a great point. Cause you know, what you might find helps too, Kevin is when you're listening to that and you hear those voices, then as you read it, when you're reading, you start hearing those voices as a character in your head. 
So now as you're reading, instead of you getting lost in translation, it's working out a little bit better because it's like, it, you know, those voices play in your head as far as then you're back to the audio part of it and you're kind of flowing with it. I think who, it seems to help. The, does it say who the um, who the the reader is? Narrated by Jonathan Davis. Oh, he's great. He's great. All right. I'll get on my Audible. Yeah. I'll use a new email address and sign up for a trial again. So I guess I could do that. Wow, books. What a concept. Unshunned. Unshunned. <laughs> well, that's one. We're trying for the whole listening nation out there. So we'll see. Maybe Everyone one day listening. we can talk about brotherhood on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe. I did buy that old Legends Kenobi book that we mentioned three, three or four episodes ago, and I'm like page eight. Yeah on a real book you should keep it in the bathroom then you can read that instead of watching movies on your phone <laughs> then i'll never get any movie watching done <laughs> yeah now's when he's supposed to watch movies you're just totally messing up the schedule i'm sorry sorry reading's supposed you know, to be before bed yeah yeah the, how else am i supposed to pass out right <laughs> but yo uh speaking like you know we joke a lot about me watching my my content on on my phone yeah i was looking at some youtube stats from one of my videos i showed it to you in the chat uh the may 4th stream that i did 50 over 50 percent of people watch the stream from a mobile device like you can see the stats on youtube that's insane oh man maybe i should have waited for paul to show up before i gave that statistic that's very I mean, cool though man i mean you're your congratulations that high, to that it, it does because you're you're out there doing your thing and for somebody to be on a phone to me, if I'm looking up something on my phone and watching it, that's because I'm completely interested in it. I'm not searching. Mm -hmm. Somebody didn't tell me. You get what I'm saying? They That watch comes up because they watched it, right? Not just because they searched you or, or just looked at it. So somebody is giving their time on their phone to you to be committed. And I, I think you get a big congratulations for that, man. You're out there hustling and doing it. You're obviously doing something, right? Oh, thank you. I wasn't fishing for compliments. I just wanted to say, like, People Congrats are watching on stuff on their points, phones. Yes. Yeah. Say, yeah, people are watching stuff on their phones. Maybe not like Yeah, Paul's definitely right though. Big time Hollywood directors aren't like I don't know, do you think they keep that in the back of their mind? Just like so many Kevin, not Kevin specifically, but a lot more I'll... people are watching on their phones. Well, yeah, it, it's I don't know about you guys, but in my movie theater, it's the first thing that pops up. Yoko, you just went and saw Strange. Do you get what? that before you sat down? I get what? Um, recently that I've gone in the past couple months to the last movies, there's only been what a couple that were all Marvel, right? Before the movie starts, it shows the black screen and it shows a little thing and it says movies weren't meant to be watched like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes the full screen of the theater and it says, This is how you're supposed to do yeah, it. Yeah, Welcome yeah, yeah. back to the theaters. And I thought of you, Kev. <laughs> I did because oh, okay. I was like, oh, this is, I can I can hear I can hear what Paul's going to say, but we cannot compare our toy unboxing YouTube shows to like the cinematic experience. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a little well, bit I was, of difference. I was the congratulations because I was your May the 4 Toys R Us one, right? Your little yes. collab there. So your that's, that's what I'm saying is that that's cool. I saw that little <laughs> microaggression there, the little collab. No, I'm kidding. Your, but yes, no, your, Paul Your 100th episode is probably going to be all on computer, not on so Paul definitely would have said that. Thank you, uh, substitute Paul. <laughs> Very good point. 
Uh, oh my gosh, I don't know why that just <laughs> triggered in my brain too. But so in this in the Dark Disciple book, the the uh, the narrator when he does when the narrator is speaking as Boba Fett, it reminds me of Paul's impression of, <laughs> of Boba. Oh, for real? He sounds like Paul doing Boba instead of just Boba. I mean, it's not it's not bad at all. It's it's passable, but for some reason, it's passable. It's better than passable. This guy this guy's been doing book narrations for for years i don't mean to insult him at all he's a professional but <laughs> but for paul some... is not <laughs> no 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 i don't <laughs> want to come across as i'm dissing this narrator because i don't like his ventress voice like he's fine he, he's great but for some reason in my head his boba fett to me sounds like paul doing boba fett is all i'm trying to say yeah the views of yoko do not reflect the boba squadron you can still send us books <laughs> lucas books We'll 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 take them and and talk about them here. Yoko, your 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 version of it's fine, it's great. You know when you use that for the outro, I feel like it has a certain different different meaning behind it. It's fine. He's fine. He's he's great. He's doing good. He's great. We're all good here. And mean it this time. <laughs> I don't know when you do your outro. I go immediately to Han Solo, and I don't know if that's what you're channeling, but that's what I always oh, hear when yeah, you do I it. See that. What? I'm not Han. How are you? Han in in Jedi when he they took over the thing and they say you know I mean in um in the original when they were in the prison and yeah. they shoot and he does yeah. the mic we're fine everything's good here how are how are you so, doing I used that gift today at work actually did you really <laughs> yeah because I had computer shenanigans that's a long story and then did you say his boring conversation anyway and then you close the tab. <laughs> <laughs> deleted sorry my internet went out <laughs> yoko you left our you left our meeting really abruptly and then that's what you sent the animation sorry it's boring <laughs> conversation anyway so star wars celebration posted this week um the caption said their final guest announcement for who is coming to star wars celebration as a celebrity guest was rupert, rupert friend of course who plays the grand inquisitor in the upcoming kenobi series um and and I felt kind of bad because I think is there was no like it's no offense towards Rupert Friend, but people were really disappointed that the that they never announced Hayden to be there. Now, I don't know why they didn't announce Paul to be there. Yeah, that's what we want to know. Yeah, I want to riot now. Yeah, Ernie, Paul's not here. Okay, Last save case. it, save it for later. Hey, that that's true feelings, man. That's real right there. That should no, have been. For sure. Yeah, for sure. We would love to see Paul uh, on the guest list there, but I feel if Hayden's on the press tour for all this stuff, I feel like he's. What if they just a surprise, a huge wow factor? You know, I don't. They said final, but I don't know that I believe it necessarily. You know, I would. I would love this. He comes out during the whole. Uh, what are, what are they called? The press things. The the panels. Gosh, the panels. Thank you. Yeah. Comes out at the panel with you in. You yeah. know, it would be amazing if then he goes and sits with you in during you and signing stuff that would be like legit then you don't That's have to worry gonna happen. there are dollars at play. there are dollars at play here sir <laughs> lots guy's, of dollars he seems pretty <laughs> cool to me i think he would and then and then oh, all of a yeah, sudden i'm not saying he wouldn't do it i'm saying star wars celebration wouldn't allow for that oh all right i got you <laughs> the amount of money they could be making oh. but he yeah, doesn't during the, the um the con circuit too that's why it does surprise me that that he wouldn't be at star wars celebration so he was I, 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 I feel like he could still be a a surprise announcement. 
you know yes. key keyword surprise i think yeah just like a, a big grand kind of uh appearance in the middle of a of the the center main panel for sure or the last week like they, they might announce it like you know a couple of days before so they have the time to sell their photo ops and autographs but we got two weeks yeah so let, let's announce it next week Oh, are you doing the announcement, Ernie? Let's. let's yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna nice. go ahead and do it. I'm announcing him. It's gonna be a surprise when Paul's get there. He's gonna jump in photos like Kyle does at weddings, and then it will be, it will be awesome. To understand that reference, catch episode 100 of Unboxing Thursdays. That's a great segue. Congratulations on 100 episodes to toying around and the enablers who all showed up on that one. Thanks, man. I didn't win an Optimus Prime, so we can go on. Talk's over. But <laughs> It's weird, though. Like, 100 episodes, but then we've done, like, you know, Bad Batch, 15 episodes, Boba Fett. 100 a episodes of Unboxing Thursdays alone means you've done, like, a lot more overall. Streams, <laughs> yeah. I wanted but to say a number, but I didn't know what number to go with. You could have picked any 200 episodes. You guys were wow. still on, and I did Toy Migos, and the first words out of my mouth last night were, congratulations, Kevin. I remember my first 100 episodes. Oh. <laughs> it's funny. I'm saying. I'm trying. No, it is. You, you're definitely a, a veteran, man. And this is my, this show right now is number 967 for me. So Quite, quite mouthy for a probationary process <laughs> yes paul's not here to cut me you think you think only paul has hiring firing powers <laughs> no i'm actually more scared of yoko that was all we all yeah. are mm -hmm. i know that was mentioned last night and that was the first thing i put in the chat last night was whatever yoko says that's yeah, it yeah. yoko is the grand inquisitor <laughs> yes she truly has it she's a trandoshan Grand Inquisitor. Wow. Paul's like the fifth brother. I'm You're all like the brother number three. Did you pick the other Korean guy, Ernie? No, why? Is that <laughs> oh, is that Fast and the Furious? Is it? <laughs> I didn't know that. You're so cut. You are so cut. I am so cut now. Jeez. If if Paul ever hears this. <laughs> Which he probably won't. <laughs> he probably won't. I'm You're safe. safe for now. You're safe I for am. now. I'm safe for now. <laughs> Until you use it as the cut, <laughs> then of course he's gonna see it. Yo, yo, <laughs> right? Perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect promo. Thank you, Ernie. We're gonna note <laughs> that down. How do you? How do you two feel about your volume? Because it's really low again. Again? Come on. <laughs> All right. Let me get. Let me get in. There here. you go. That's what you gotta here. do, man. The oh, whole yeah. time. Just be right there. Oh yes. Boba Squadron. Um, <laughs> uh, how do you two feel? How do you two feel about rewatching the prequel trilogy, uh, one, two, or three, or just two or three? If you don't like episode one, just to rewatch it before the start of Kenobi, because even even in the press tour, we heard Irwin was like, "Oh, it was great to you know revisit the films, go yeah. back, rewatch it after however many years, and and see everything." So, how would you two feel? Because this is episode nine, and then. The series comes out after episode 10, so we could watch it for the next episode. And yeah. I've recently rewatched it. It, it, it. It's great. I think episode three was a lot better than I remembered. The, and even all the CGI, 
I thought I thought for for the kind of movie that it was, looks great. Maybe we should save it for the conversation next week. But you know, homework for next week. Yeah, I'm into it. I'll watch it. I'm totally down. I'll do one, two, three. Yeah. I I was watching three yesterday, and uh, I messaged Jason, my friend, my friend Jason Lapidus, because he loves to message me. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Attack of the Clones is on is on Showtime. Uh, episode two is on this. I'm like, Jason, please. We I have Disney Plus. Why you don't need to keep doing it? We had I think we had this conversation before about movies just playing in the background. So I messaged him. I'm like, hey, guess what? Attack on the Clones is on. He's like, where? And I, and I, <laughs> oh, that's messed up. <laughs> and I sent him a screenshot of Disney Plus. So I finally got a chance to do it back to him. And then he was like, oh, what a time, what a what a time to be alive. <laughs> that's so messed up, man. <laughs> Because I would have too. If you were to text me that, I'd be like, "Oh, TBS, Showtime. What is it there in Canada? Tell me now. I need to put it on." I love that. Get on a VPN and watch. But yeah, I was I was in Disney. I was in Disney Plus app looking for something else to watch after finishing uh, my homework for this week, which was The Princess Bride. And I still have to pause, slow down every time because I'm tempted to mix it up with princess diaries which did you not watch princess diaries no because i want to watch (laughs) attack of the clones i don't care about extra credit you don't care about what i I couldn't hear you because your volume's down again how i'm like eating this mic i don't know i was never a extra credit kind of student oh letting your people down princess diaries is a good show guy give it a chance princess diaries is is super cute (laughs) is this better Yes. I feel like I'm talking at a normal volume, too. To me, like, now you match Ernie. From what I'm hearing. <laughs> match Ernie. No. So, Ernie's like Meek Mill. It, it seems like he's always shouting out of a helicopter. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know Meek Mill, the rapper? Get it. Oh, okay. Yes. I do know <laughs> Meek Mill is a rapper. Man, we had it. We were right there with the Princess Diaries. Yes, my homework this week. Princess. Shoot. Princess. <laughs> Damn it. Princess what? <laughs> Notebook? No, Princess Bride is what we were supposed to watch. Princess Bride. Yes, that's right. Princess Bride. So, Princess yeah. Diaries I mean... is what I wanted to watch. Yes. <laughs> and you did, didn't you? I did. I watched it yeah. first. <laughs> did you watch both? I did. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I've seen a lot about this movie, and right off the bat, I'm like, I'm like, I'm down because it's it's Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's the main character, so I was already into it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> did you guys have popcorn? <laughs> Yo, I've been ever since the popcorn talk. We yeah. I found a case. I found a, a a a case of microwave stuff in the pantry somewhere, and I've just been eating like a bag every day. <laughs> oh man. So Extra I got butter. to go see Strange, and I got it, and dude, I we must have jinxed it or something. I spilled my freaking popcorn three <laughs> times during the movie <laughs> in my seat reclining. Man, I annoyed, really? I annoyed the lady sitting next to me so bad she was counting. And but you didn't buy an third, extra seat. No, it was full. Remember, <laughs> that was the whole talk about that. It was full, so I didn't get to. And right. see, this is a good point. Why? Because that lady was making fun of me. What? Because. It had the third time it fell, like I, I jump scared on something and it fell, okay? And it poured out all over my seat because I had it reclined up. 
And I literally see her put her three fingers up to her husband, like, oh my God, that's the third time he's dropped the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, that's me. Thanks. I didn't even get to enjoy it fully. But I started laughing when you said about the movies and you guys watching them because I seriously made a point while I was putting butter on my popcorn. <laughs> I, I looked at Corinne and I said, did you know this isn't real butter? <laughs> pouring it on and she just shook her head at me what is wrong with you she's like yes yes i did yeah i did know that yeah because i'm a grown-up because i'm a grown-up i don't Uh, i just picture you telling everyone walking by hey did you know this isn't real butter (laughs) (laughs) i did say it loud enough for other people to hear just in case there was more out there like me who were waiting behind me like my God, did you hear that guy said the same real butter? Yeah, bro, I know. So I talked about, about it on the Boba Squadron podcast, episode yeah. eight. <laughs> Here's a but sticker. Man, I didn't get to third. <laughs> hey, stickers are working, guy. I like it. Are they? I wouldn't know. Uh, I'm going to give you five, Yoko. <laughs> Put them on your water bottle. One will on suffice. Your car, on your phone. <laughs> On my phone. They're perfect to put on the back of your phone. Mm. Noted. Uh, <laughs> before before we get back to Princess Bride, Yoko, have you watched Robin Hood Men in Tights? I don't know if I have. Um, I don't think so. Cheesy, campy. It's like not serious. What am I oh, trying to Oh, no, at? I have not seen this. There's Dave Chappelle. Is it Mel Brooks? Musical? Yeah, yes, Mel it Brooks is, Mel is Brooks. Fire, It's a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Yes. So it's that musical type, but not musical. We're men, men in tights. Tight tights. We roam around the forest looking for fights. Get um, it, can't hey. Yeah. We're you men. want me to go put on my tights? You have yours on? <laughs> I'm not wearing any you pants. Do it for the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so he says, I, I was, so throughout watching Princess Bride. Bride. Trust me, it's going to happen for the remainder need, of this need conversation. Post, need a post-it right. note. Oh, that's true. I could just look at the show notes. But for the rest, for the entire movie, every time I saw him, I'm like, did Robin Hood Men in Tights come after this? Because I could see why they're like, he's perfect for Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like, what, yeah, what, men what in, is what men is Princess after? Yeah. What is Princess Bride <laughs> categorized as in terms of a type of film? romantic comedy adventure kissing movie oh perfect good job yoko yes i watched it (laughs) young fred savage huh i okay so all the years people have been telling me to watch this movie and people i did know who were in it i never knew that that fred that fred savage was in this movie so that that surprised me when i saw him oh really yeah I think a, a very surprising one is um oh man I just lost it. There was a there's a movie on Showtime about um not a movie it was a, a TV series on Showtime about a soldier who goes to the wrong side. Oh, how did I just forget it? Anyways, the character who plays in Princess Bride is that guy and he has a beard now and he's older and he looks way different. It doesn't go to him. I have to look it up now. Did now you understand like what you just said? No, words nobody you just did. Said? Nobody what? did. I did not understand. I have to look it up. I told you I lost it. 
I, lost I don't know you. what movie he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I didn't know you meant you lost all brain function. I, yeah, I know you, you lost know your what, train if Paul of was here, he'd know exactly what movie I was talking about. He'd be like, oh, yeah. The guy I, who doesn't I, have a beard now has a beard and then goes to the other but side? You weren't, but you weren't talking about Fred Savage. You're no, talking about I was talking Carrie, about Carrie Ignacio Ellis. Montoyo. That... Oh, Mandy Patinkin. Yes. Yeah. He was on a Showtime show series. Homeland. Thank you. Homeland. <laughs> I but just that's... needed a couple Wait. more keywords and I would have been able to complete that <laughs> is, for you. Is he, is he the, the he older... On Homeland, he saw? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Crap. Yeah. I know. See, that's what... Don't they look so different? Very different. Well, I mean, yeah. how many decades so, apart, but like... You can see it in the you're, eyes. You're absolutely right. If you just focus on the eyes, you can see it. But like mm-hmm. when when that gets credit to him, I'm like, no, you're wrong. That's not him. Oh my god, it is him. Because yeah. that name sounded familiar to me too. But oh you know, see, wait, your description you of wait, hold on. I want to go back to your description of homeland. <laughs> A soldier yeah, who goes to the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> and it was on showtime. How could you not say homeland after that? You nailed it after. You knew exactly what I was talking about. You know who else was on Homeland? Rupert Friend. Yeah. Who who was Rupert Friend in there? He was Quinn. He was my favorite part of Homeland. I quit watching after that. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I always try and bring it back full circle. (laughs) Homeland. That's a a good point, though, because bringing up the, uh, you know, I'm... What it was Inigo Montoyo was my, what's the quote? Whatever, whatever it is, I know it's like a meme. You know, a yeah. lot of people use that, or it's like I don't think you know exactly that word means exactly what you think think it means when when that guy keeps saying inconceivable. So, inconceivable. That's so always it's, it's uh, so meme worthy that like I I I have been I was interested in watching it and I'm glad I have. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really enjoyed the movie. You know, you you I, when you watch it, you can see like when they're doing backflips on that fight between uh, the dread pirate Roberts and and uh, Saul Sal from <laughs> Homeland. Yeah, like you can see when they're doing flips, and then when they land, it's like there's there's like a foam mat covered in sand to match the setting. But when it lands, it all pops the up. Poof! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The poof of it. And I'm like, it's it's just watching a movie from that time. Like you can see they're actually doing all these gymnastics and swinging off that beam just to throw a sword around it, it was great like the the dialogue this whole this whole idea of like oh i'm i'm gonna be a better sword fighter a fencer than you and it, this honorable kind of duel that whole that whole thing it, it was it was really interesting interesting to watch i really more interesting it. go ahead Oh, I was going to ask you ernie if when in, in, in indigo montoya is that his name indigo montoya uh-huh. When he kept saying his name, did it remind you of Boba Fett? <laughs> Maybe that's where he gets it from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I yeah, I mean, it, I am yeah. Montoya. Yes, it can play to it. <laughs> uh, that would be great at behind the scenes. Uh, Tem said that, right? I was really yeah. trying to focus in on. <laughs> That'd be great. I, I, I wanted to point out, though, we barely didn't get figures for this great classic movie until, what was it, last year? bruh i know that's that's one of the things i said to yoko at the end really? of the movie 
but no, make your sorry, make your point first. I just yeah, that was it. Interject. Like you know, and you're saying of movies of this time, and it was a really good movie, and it really, mm-hmm. you know, me growing up, we we didn't have you know that stuff. <laughs> we had big old non-looking He-Man figures of Rambo, but you couldn't get like the Zorro-looking guy or anything like that, right? Like nobody pushed for that type of thing. But it was always a good movie. It's a, it's a classic now that that holds up, and to me, it's cool that it was there, but. We just barely got figures for that. And I know a lot of people went after them. I only seen them once in the store. Did you and, get them? No, because I only saw them that one time. And then when I went back, they didn't. I would like to have them, though, just for the, as we always say, the nostalgic feel. Are, are those figures where you would buy at full price or you're waiting for sale? Like the beginning <laughs> of this episode. Definitely a sale. Would because you want they're those? McFarlane. Or would you like mm-hmm. hold out for something else? If they were to say somebody else were to do them, I would hold out. Yeah. I like the Andre. And that was my next thing to you guys. Andre the Giant in it. What did you guys think? Yoko, you want to go first? No, well, I want to say something, but I... Oh, we teased it so I can talk about it. It was a very Andre the Giant filled week for me because I have been working on copy for the Andre the Giant Ultimates figure. That, that nice. comes out next week. We, we just teased it the other day. And um, so I had just... Right. Wa- I had watched... I had watched his WrestleMania three match, just just to you know. Seriously, I, the whole Hogan match. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube when I worked on that copy, just to you know try to get some references to work in, work into the copy. Um, nice. so I watched that, and then I watched Princess Bride after you know later later that night. So I was like, it, it was a very big uh, under the giant week for me. Um, but no, he's he's great. He's great in it. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's it's all fine. <laughs> It's funny because I actually feel like even at that time he did well. Mm-hmm. You know, he was this huge person who just did wrestling and, you know, was supposed to not do this. And I felt like he nailed his lines, his comedic part of it. Everything that he did was awesome. And Yo, I, he kept I think, rhyming. He yes. Kept rhyming on the boat. That part. Yeah, cracked I, thought, me up. I thought he was very charming in this, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. It, it was a whole nother side than wrestling. Yeah. And what I'm trying to get at is it really sucks to me that he never gets credited with this. They always go back to Hogan or The Rock or John Cena of like people becoming like huge superstars, right? Mm -hmm. But yet Andre the Giant was the first to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, I don't follow wrestling. Was he the first kind of crossover? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, to have this big and it's a cult movie, right? Like Mm -hmm. we told you guys to watch it. Like, oh, it, it has a standing and like that. That's what I'm saying is. It really sucks to me that he never got that credit. Because, yeah, he's yeah. Andre the Giant wrestling. And the one that you just called out for WrestleMania, that's a pivotal mm-hmm. moment in wrestling, but yeah. it still always falls back to Hulk Hogan. Right. But I, I think the only I, – I like that he gets a lot of credit. There's a Rock series out there on NBC, um, Young Rock, where it oh, shows him yeah. growing up in the wrestling world because you know his whole family was a part of it. And Andre right. the Giant was a huge part of his family. And that guy who plays it, I think, plays it well. You get to see that soft side and oh, the I comedic part. Yes. I did watch the um, – wasn't there a documentary on him on – Uh-huh. There's an older H- one. H- no, it was a few – well, one I watched was a few years ago. I want to say like on – I can't oh, I remember seen nothing like a, I can't remember if it was like a 30 for 30 on ESPN or if it was like something on HBO or Showtime. Okay. But um, I-, I watched that and it really told his story. And I thought that was really – really interesting and i learned a lot about about him and like this like the shit he went through honestly yes. you know like he did not have it easy no 
Like they were right. like embarrassed, like so, like the stories about like you know like it was kind of dehumanizing. Like he, uh-huh. like I don't know the one that I like think about because to me this is so mortifying, so embarrassing. Was like he was on the airplane, he can't fit in the bathroom, so yeah. they stuck a bucket in the hall, you know, in the aisle for him oh, to right. use. And they you would know? make they would charge him for the extra seats because yeah, he didn't like, fit he, in a he seat was like either. A animal, like you know, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. I think it sucks because. When you see him in this, because it'd be one thing, right, for you guys to see him like, okay, he was eh. But yeah. no, like he he plays a great part. He does it up. And and to me, as always a, a person of movies and a fan of stuff, I think it really sucks that he never gets credited in that way. Because to me, he was right. the first one to break that, you know? If not, he actually paved the way for Rock and everybody else to be able to do other stuff than I'm just a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And especially the way he was treated because of He's huge. He is right. that way, but he played it. They played it so well and depicted it in this movie. Like when he, the very first time when they meet and his hand goes behind her head, like, do you see that? His huge hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of crushed her. Like, giant fingers. Um, yeah. This was an HBO. It was an HBO documentary that came out in 2018. It looks like it might be on HBO. I'm going to yeah. check that out. Yeah. 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 No, I will. So, I think a lot with Princess Bride and to see that he has a figure, you guys have done a figure now, Super 7. I, I think that's very cool. Too. Because I, I think he should, yes. Yeah. You brought that up in the show as well, too, Yoko, about his yep. vest when we were talking about vest. And you're like, no, Andre the Giant's vest was this. Um, so you have had Andre week. I just wanted to say that. Uh, it, oh, I, I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. He's been on my it, mind. I, I like the credit that you know he gets now after it so i thought it was really cool that to say that they had a princess bride set of figures that we finally get and he was thrown into it that was awesome because i felt that that was a respectful thing and this movie is a stand-up movie and i think that's awesome that you guys really did enjoy it and then i did look it up kevin it did come out way later men in tights and Mm. i would definitely have to say that yeah that played on it for sure you know, like his ability to play that kind of the swashbuckling rogue hero, but also come off charming and and, yeah. and, and funny. But because I mean, it's like... almost still the same, right? Don't you feel mm-hmm. that way? Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. yeah, for sure. For sure. It's yeah, a little that... bit more more silly, obviously, in Men in Tights. I, was gonna um, say, I did not. I did not say I enjoyed it, though. <laughs> oh, Which... really? <laughs> it was just a movie to you look i could i um i am glad that i watched it and i can okay. see why so many people do love that movie and i think like i love mandy patinkin's performance in it and andre um it's just it's that that humor is not it's not for me <laughs> like, right. i didn't realize i did not realize how silly oh yeah it was a lot was. silly. like yeah, i thought it, yeah. i thought it was a little bit i didn't realize it was that kind of that comedic i guess you know mm. going into it so i don't know that's just you, you know again to continue my i don't like comedies trend did, but did you like did you like the narrating part of it though with the grandpa and the kid yeah like but he's like, the one telling have, the story couldn't they have taken that out and just told the story oh here here this is where this is where i'm gonna I, I want to mention it. The whole like, what kind of movie would you classify this as? When I was watching it, you know, it's it's a, it's a romantic adventure, mm-hmm. right? But there's, there's there's some comedy and stuff. And then I realized maybe it's not in any category. It's it's a book. But yeah, it's 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 a story that 
the grandfather and the characters are the the actors are just credited as grandfather and grandson but it's just mm -hmm. a, it's just a story a tale that he's reading to the grandson and could it like could you could you kind of explain like oh there's it's there's this random silliness it's just how the grandfather is reading it you could say like how he's narrating it to the grandson that it comes across maybe that's the grandfather's style of humor and that's how you know because everyone you read you read books to your kids ernie i do it too when i you do voices you, you kind of take it on a certain way when i read mulan to my to my daughter i always do the emperor in in like the super exaggerated voice right he's like yeah. oh you have brought honor to us all you know but like so could it be like the like the meshing of themes that doesn't really go that doesn't really let you categorize what it is it's just the way the grandfather's telling the story and so as yoko had said it could have been a standalone movie by itself mm -hmm. and as i got older is exactly what you're saying Kevin. is i saw it as that is you play it more into the this is the grandfather trying to bond with the kid who wasn't interested in the beginning but I'm going to make it interesting for him. And your grandpa mm -hmm. tries to do funny stuff. Your dad yeah. tries to do funny stuff to make it that way. So I do feel like that. So I feel that the book itself was this classic love story that mm -hmm. was like major, more uh, a different style of book. But the grandpa made it into the Princess Bride, the whole funny part, the, you know, like you're saying, can't you imagine the, the grandpa playing those parts of each one as we were just talking about audiobooks? This was the grandpa's take on it. As yeah, I got older, that's what it that right. That's what it turned into for me was that like uh grandpa adding the silliness. Okay, I can uh -huh. I can buy that. I can buy that. Yo, what yeah. was that giant rodent? Like, how did they pull that off in the movie? Was it was there somebody in that suit? Yeah, everything was old, just like how you were saying, as far but, as um it was it a puppet with people like I was trying to figure out how it was done. Was it a puppeteer underneath the ground or was it like a small child? Because they beat the crap out of this. Well, I hope it's not a child, but they beat the crap out of that giant <laughs> rodent. He's rolling around in it, and then it gets up and walks away. So the part that's where they hold it is not, but I mean, all our old movies were done. Um, oh my god, what is Muppet style? Kermit the Frog and them, yes, from underneath yeah. Yoda, from all of that. So puppeteering right. underneath, and anytime it was that, then you're just with a standalone creature. Yeah, and that that's all it was. Only if it was moving and walking. And not to say this, but then they would use uh, little people for a lot of mm -hmm. those roles. But on that, I could see total puppeteering. All I love the part when the rodent jumped on him. I'm like, did they just take this? So much was off camera. They just chucked it at him on, into frame. And it's then you just, yeah, that whole forest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of silliness where I'm like, it's it's a cool adventure. And I, I was really, I really liked it. And then it would just be weird little jokes here and there that... That was like okay maybe this is this is grandpa because the he's losing the kid's interest and he's trying to make it funny puppets puppeteering back in the day was so much dude that mm. it even scared me like i didn't like the dark crystal those puppets were scary that's an old movie too where it was all jim henson creature shop and all those creatures from the the main ones to the little uh they're freaky looking so yeah the way that they do it i, I would definitely say that pup, that was puppeteering have you watched dark crystal did you? Kev. Did you? Did it freak you out? No, no. I'm no, asking Kev is... if he's seen it because I have. Oh, no. I've seen the toys. I know they're. Yeah, looking. yeah. Because <laughs> they just had a rent of those too, and it's even worse in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, we will not be doing that for homework. No. Dude, compare to <laughs> compare that to the Disney Gallery I watched last week when when the, in in uh, Book of Boba Fett when Luke's training Grogu, 
and Grogu's flipping. He's jumping across the the logs in the water uh-huh. and he's doing flips. It's just a guy holding a Grogu on a stick, and he landed just on the that. log and he'd get up and flip it and then put it. Uh, it, it and they're all in, they're all in gray suits. I haven't either. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. old school. That's what it, that's that's it's exactly cool. what I'm talking about. Is what they would have done. So you're definitely not exaggerating to say that. Did they just pick this up and throw it at them? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, because that was that was our movie making back in the day, which is so great. We, yeah. I, I just did a show, and this brings up as you say that too. Have you guys ever even seen the original Star Wars, the non-specialized versions? A long time ago, I think. Probably and then not. I think they tried to erase it from erase yes. it from history. Yeah, and that's again about talking about old productions of movies that mm-hmm. I think kind of sucks. That, and I did think about you guys. I, I was like, really seriously, like, has Kevin and Yoko even seen a non despecialized movie? Because of you guys are younger, and even though it is that, like, what twelve to fifteen year bracket, they're gone, and they don't bring I, them out for you guys anymore. You would literally I, have to see it from somebody. Yeah. They had to have, they have to have, well, like, sorry, what kind of media is it available on? VHS only? Yes. Uh-huh. And LaserDisc. Ooh. Maybe someone d- did a transfer because I think when they, I, when I got into Star Wars was when Special Edition came out. Hmm. Okay. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Have you seen the original? I'm sure I haven't. I'm sure I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's what I thought about is, you, you know, know what? old movie making. Yeah. I don't think I've seen despecialized. The th- stuff that I've seen are like documentaries where like this was the original scene and this is what George Lucas put yeah. CGI over to cover it uh because and you know what you, you can't hate on that cuz like you years later you're like I don't like how this looks so I'm going to try to redo it. But I I think I've only seen the clips of of stuff that he's updated. Yeah, I can understand it and and I do, but at the same time I wish there was an option on Disney Plus that said that. Oh hell yeah. You know, that yeah. said, you know, not canon, but here's an original cut for those who have never seen it before. But because what if it is to me, it's lost. What if he's like, I'll sell this to you, Disney, if you never put that out there, my original version? I I, I think it, it was kind of stipulated, in all honesty. I, I know it goes I would back love to, to see who it. owned it. Yeah. I would but love that, to see it historically, how it looked. It just gets to the point, you guys brought up great points of it being an old movie. Um you know yoko's take on it until like i said i i grew up and i saw it differently you thought that immediately but then you brought up of how they they did stuff back then and it's like to me you know how we remake old movies now like i wouldn't want to see this redone into a new way because of all that when they do land and you see the dust or you see that mat or you see Mm -hmm. all the different you know that boat was really tiny it wasn't a big boat because it was a set but you imagine it as a big boat right like yeah when they climbed the cliffs and you were led to believe that Andre the Giant baby wore one dude, but the two of them just on a saddle on his side, and he just straight did arm pulls with no leg movement, not even the rope hugging against his body, just straight out in front of him, up like however tall this cliff was. That's insane. Movie making. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's Hollywood. Right. I love it. Hey, so so when you watched A New Hope, Jabba the Hutt was human. No. No, Jabba How, the Hutt was was not was human. that. 
he was Jabba the Hutt that showed up later in in um, Return of the Jedi. That's when you saw Jabba the Hutt. You guys got to see him because he was added. He was supposed to be a human first. So those old shots where Han walk, walks around him was just old. Then he put him back in and he covered that dude up who was the Jabba okay. character and put in a skinnier, smaller Jabba in A New Hope. So the first theatrical release didn't have that scene of him nope. being confronted by Jabba. Yeah, Boba Fett was re-added, right? Like yes. later on because people thought he was good. Um, <laughs> but there was like a Greedo-looking roadie in there too, uh, the clothes. Um, dressed, dressed totally like Greedo. Yeah. But Greedo got killed. So, yeah, so then then our head went into, oh, so every Greedo is, is a bounty hunter? All roadians like, dressed the same? Exactly. <laughs> no. Right. Okay. Okay. That, that's what I've always wondered. If you saw the yeah. human version. No, you didn't see the human version at all. No. You didn't get that scene. We didn't I even remember, get that I've whole seen, I've seen that scene. It was a guy wearing like a furry vest, wasn't it? Yeah, almost Viking Mike. Jabba? Yeah. Uh-huh. Almost old Viking Mike. Mm-hmm. And, and very even uh, uh, Scottish, right? Han, have you seen it where he's talking? Han, Han my boy. Han, you my know I couldn't. Yeah. And then it got changed to a, a skinnier version. So in actuality, when he walks around him and he mm-hmm. steps on the tail and makes that ooh, mm-hmm. they just lifted Han in the in the film, in the cut. They just That's why it looks up? weird. They moved the film up. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know any of this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he said, Jabba, you're a wonderful human being because it was shot as a human. He wasn't a hut. Correct. That's what oh, I know. That's funny. And of course, and that was, was never there. Too. That was, uh huh. <laughs> that was, that was all after. Right. And that's why I'm saying when, when I was talking about that last night, I was like, yo, in my head, literally, I'm like, dude, has Yoko and Kevin even ever seen the original, original? Because that was what we were bringing up was you're not going to be able to see that. You do. You mm-hmm. have to. Somebody has to give you a copy mm-hmm. or you got to search the Internet and find it. And still, I've had friends who search the Internet and it doesn't come up correctly either. It will still give you one of the other cuts because it's been cut many a time mm-hmm. yeah. until the final version that we have. I mean, even if, as we get into bring it back for full circle, the prequels were different. He even went and recut prequels like Yoda. Yoda was a different puppet. He was ugly as all hell in the originals. And then he made him to look better. You guys knew that, right? That um, I think I've seen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is that's that's like lost. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. So the huge Darth Vader and Obi-Wan fight is white sabers mostly. The sticks that they fought with. Right. Because in, in 77, it was hard to make it the color and to stay there. Right. Right. Or if you saw Luke across the way where he yells... You see their white sticks hitting each other the whole time they're fighting, right? Because yeah. it was far away. It's him yelling. Yeah. Well, it's... he's probably like, "Well, everyone's going to be watching this on cell phones in in fifty <laughs> years. They won't even tell the difference. Right. Who's going to notice that?" Yeah. Cell phones. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, that's that's a crazy point that you made up. Yeah, that that part was never in the movie mm-hmm. at all. Tat- Tatooine, the whole going up to. Um, after he says, you know, this is a place filled with scum and villainy, and they go down to there, that was a very mm-hmm. empty scene. That there wasn't the cars or the creatures or the houses. That was all added in later. Right. 
It was it was very you can, you can tell little. which stuff okay. is obvious because they they added a lot of CG stuff to kind of build up the world, mm-hmm. and and then there'd be there'd be like aliens doing Jar Jar level hijinks. Then you'd know True. like oh yeah that's very that's very obviously from which era, mm-hmm. which year that they they added it yeah. into that cut, and removing some of the aliens from the cantina, I still that still doesn't make sense to me. I I don't was know it, why we did that. Was it the Wolfman and Hyena? Uh-huh. No, the Wolfman and uh, the Devil Man. There's two Wolfman, two different type of wolf guys, and then there's the Deveronian. The, there's the the original Deveronian looks like the devil sitting there. He looks mm-hmm. like um, the the um, Twilight Zone devil because I mean what he was, was red. He smiles when they go by, and he just had the horns right here. Yeah, it was a devil looking dude, and the Wolfman that I'm talking about. Straight looks like a horror film Wolfman, and he walked by, looked at the camera, and then went on. I think I was watching Spectre Creative on his YouTube, and some I forget what it was, which show it was. He was saying the 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 guy in charge of costumes. They're like, all of a sudden, we need to fill a cantina full of aliens, and he used hall like masks that he had laying around. That's why there was a Wolfman. That's why there was a devil. And then Lucas always hated it, so when he had a chance to he replaced those aliens but then i think fans were fans were like no we we like wolf guy wolf guy actually had a name so then when they had a chance he even to, had a figure yeah when they had a chance to make up a, a new jedi somewhere they're they're like oh we want his species of like wolfman yeah as a as a jedi where the hell did, does that it's does crazy, that sound though, right sound no right? you're right yes you're right but uh, okay. to me though still it's just because you wanted them out like Mm-hmm. That was that was a part of us. They they fit into the cantina, even though it was a wolf band. Like like you're saying, that's what I'm saying is you should have had more to that. It's like Boss's outfit is a whole from another movie too that was laying around. The whole yeah. yellow white. That's just a mm-hmm. uh astronaut space suit from um whatchamacallit, I think two thousand one. A space odyssey, I think. Right. Was that in gallery or did I? Am I mixing up? I I know I didn't make up these things. Maybe I watched it in that gallery episode. No, there's a lot on it that have showed where they came from and like that. But mm-hmm. it, it is it is sometimes weird. Like I'm saying is, you know, we sit here and we talk about this stuff, and then you know, you guys really haven't even been able to to see a true cut, which probably would even totally throw it off even worse. Like, oh my god, that's what you guys fell in love with. <laughs> Yeah, we did. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, okay, because even like the space scenes, Yoko, you could see it. You could see the stuff flying behind them instead of the dark black. Yeah. Because like it was a, a, a see-through film or the set prop and then trying to put like you were in space. So like you could still see stuff flying where there was supposed to be part of the X-Wing here. You can see it clearly behind it. But that So that's the version that like was released originally? Yes, the, yeah, 77 version, you know, in theaters yeah. with all this stuff there. And then, uh, yes, like Kevin saying, Lucas felt that it wasn't his vision that he saw. I'm going to change it to what I wanted to. And then it still wasn't enough. Yeah. And then he still added more. And then it was, we found this footage, like the Jabba scene. Yeah. Okay, we're going to throw that in. And then there it was. Huh. So what it is now, I, I think it, I think we're at four different cuts, I believe. That's such a that's such a key key scene though because it feels like it really provides the motivation behind Han for everything that he's he's doing like he's he's got this bounty on him 
and he's just hard pressed to to get cash to or else he, Jabba's right there. Yeah, see, and we we grew up just with the cocky cocky smuggler. That was it, you know. Uh, it was you know his his he killed the whole Han shot first. The Greedo scene, like that's he did. He killed him yeah. right mm-hmm. in the bar. Yeah, that's what we all know. That that's where that term came from, you know. And they switched it. And now again, even to go to Disney Plus, it's still been switched. Yeah, where did where, McClunky come from? Exactly. I have no idea. I, I think there is an explanation for that too. It's supposed to be like a swear word or something. And even to Yoko's fact, I think it came from a book. Wait, does all are all facts from books Yoko's facts now? Yeah, well, because she's the book reader, so I was hoping she's no, like, yeah. she's the book listener. I've no. read, hey, 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 no, that's a reader. I do both. Yeah, oh, you do both. You prefer? So, okay, yes, I do. I think McClunky. I believe so. Take my nerd card from me, but I think it was from a book. And then, but again, too, why throw that in there? Why did you yeah. feel that once? Did it add anything? To... Did it add anything to that scene to say McClunky all of a sudden? Right? No, McClunky. No. Like, and you said it after you died. Like he got <laughs> shot, McClunky. <laughs> like, what are your famous last words? Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, so it's always ever changing. So. Just to bring it all back, I'm glad when classics still hit like that, you know? I mean, and talk about a classic, because when I see Princess Bride as of now, I'm looking in his room at, like, all the cool stuff. He, yeah, he, he has action, action figures, but yes, I think he had he a He-Man behind him, Fred Savage. Huh? There's a Captain yeah. America, I mm-hmm. believe, from Secret Wars. Um, but, okay, wait, this was my question. Was Fred Savage, like, the best-known actor in that movie at the time? That's what no. I was wondering, and I'm like, is that why they added these scenes in? <laughs> no. No, not so? at all. Mm-hmm. I believe that was his first one. I think he did... I actually think he did commercials before that. A Wonder Years hadn't started yet? I thought he looked about... I thought he no. Looked. No, uh-uh. Wonder Years was after. Yeah, way out. he probably mm-hmm. got Wonder Years because of the movie. I Are think his so? was commercials. Okay. I thought the grand the grandfather was one of the actors in prosthetic, in like a in like an old he mask, is. and then in is it? He has some prosthetics on. He's he's uh, the old TV show Columbo. No, I thought he was going to be yeah. like one of the actors in the Princess, in the Princess Bride, Bride in the storybook oh, story. Yeah. The stories that he's yeah. telling. That's what I was yeah. expecting too. Actually, but... he's like aha. Yeah, pulls back the mask. Mm-hmm. I think even more so, exactly, he rips off the whole face. I think even more so to what you were saying about Fred Savage Mm -hmm. is he wore the prosthetics to look different because he was very well known for Columbo, the TV show. So let's not Mm -hmm. have Columbo come out telling the story. We need grandpa, (laughs) right? Like, Mm -hmm. we'll make him look older. I like it, though. I I mean, you know, going back on the theme of do I like a movie enough that I want toys? You know, Ghostbusters. I want. I'm still looking for a hot, to- mm. uh, not hot toys. Uh, hot Wheels. Hot toys is very different. Uh, hot Wheels Ecto One. Um, I, I messaged Yoko. I'm like, I like this movie enough, and I like the characters enough that I want toys, but I don't like the movie enough that I want the McFarland toys. <laughs> so s- same, same as you. But you're. I mean, if I see it on sale, clearance style, I will rescue it. I believe, unless. Yeah. 
I don't know. Would anyone would it make? Who who would you see making good toys, Ernie? Oh man, for a princess bride one, um, I would have, <laughs> I would have loved it back in my day as as a three and three quarter figure, just to have those figures like that. That that would have mm-hmm. fit more. I, I mean, because we had put it this way, we had Robin Hood figures come out from the movie Robin Hood from Kevin Costner, which was years I have, later. I have and those. that, yeah, that just took like Ewok sets and yep. turned them into from the movie and like that. So do you get what I'm saying? That style of you could have made Princess Bride figures as far as that. Like like reaction figures? Uh, yeah, almost to that point. Yeah, like yes. you know how I finished watching Alien mm-hmm. and Aliens and I went to it, buy like mm-hmm. I did I You didn't I don't need have the NECA stuff. Space. Yeah, I didn't I don't I didn't want the NECA stuff. I looked at some of the Hia Haya Hia Haya sounds I don't remember how it's pronounced, but the stuff that Paul's been getting into, the 118th Aliens, yeah, they look pretty good, yeah. but I don't think I need to get it there. So, yeah, I went with the Reaction Alien stuff, and I'm still looking for more. So if they made those, yeah, I could I could see that being shelf-worthy. It yeah. seems like a very Super 7 thing to make, doesn't it, though? No, it definitely surprise. does, yeah. as a reaction, for reals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they have him. And it yeah. would be awesome to have um, Andre's figure... A little bit bigger yeah oh it would it would be like a yeah. like a zord right like you'd have to be at the six yes. inch reaction figure yeah <laughs> yeah i think that oh, would be amazing right here's here's the other thing though as like a non-wrestling fan i've never seen anything that andre the giant has been in so i haven't seen this movie i don't know what other movies he's in i've never seen anything else i haven't watched any of his wrestling stuff i've seen mm-hmm. like short clips here and there so when, when you brought up his acting chops in this movie I'm like I I think he plays like the the big kind of clunky uh super strong usually usually the super strong dude it uh henchman kind of goon seems like a little bit slower and simple but mm-hmm. I think he did and that that whole part with the rhyming that being his shtick it, it cracked me up man I really enjoyed it So this was the only movie that he did do Oh okay right he wasn't to go on in other ones but that was exactly my point to it is he did it well. He, he You saw him as the goon, like you're saying, and the, the big guy, but his whole rhyming stick, you, you felt another way for him. And I thought that's very important in a movie sense to get that out of somebody. He just wasn't a mean, big, bad guy because of mm-hmm. his size, right? Which you would think. He's right. the lovable, lovable, Correct. Big, big, large. <laughs> so that's, that's my point as far as movie-wise. <laughs> He kind of mm-hmm. set a precedence for other characters to be played that way. Like, okay, it can be perceived that way. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You can, you know. That, that's, that's what I was getting at. But, yeah, unfortunately, that was all he did. And it wasn't because he was bad at it. I think he was more health-wise. Yeah. Right. Because so. of his advice. Yeah. Huge. Huge guy. Very well, apparently he can climb up the side of a cliff. With just his hands. Just just back and shoulder strength <laughs> so imagine just wrestling though i mean you do get hit in wrestling so just trying to wrestle that dude like you saw with the hogan stuff yoko that's just yeah that's insane and yeah. that's the one where hogan lifted him right yeah that big Damn. old dude dude Ho- yes body, he bloody slammed Hulk hogan, hogan but i think but hogan got hurt after that didn't he like he tore yep. something yes tore yes, he did because he's yeah that huge dude yeah, that huge because he just finishes with the leg slam. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, insane. It's sixteen. Insane minutes, as a Ed. child. 
You can yeah. look up his WrestleMania three match. Sixteen because, minutes. Yeah. yeah, because he's so huge, he couldn't. It's, yeah, like he can't do much. You know. Correct. Right. Yeah. Couldn't do that much. Yeah. But he mm. was a figure to be seen, and like I'm saying, it was awesome to have a character like that in this movie yeah. that he depicted and was able to pull off. Yeah. Very awesome. I think McFarlane has like two different scales for for this property, doesn't he? There's like a larger. Is there a larger Andre the Giant? Oh, what's his name? Fezzik? No, that his I think there was just one. All right. Maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's, they're, just, they're there's that, the and then looking. there's Super 7 stuff. For Andre, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah cool. the, the McFarland stuff that's there, like you're saying, it would have to be on sale because, like I said, I seen them when they were all there, and what, you're, uh, I think they were 27, right? Aren't they? That $30 price range for those ones. I believe it was. For you? Yeah, okay. here. Sorry. Yeah. It's 30 in America? That's a lot. That's like that's how much it is here. McFarland ones get up there. They are at higher price, like $24.99. What? Oh yeah, McFarland's always been more. Hmm. Yeah. So to see them and then to get them all, that's that's pretty pricey to have for nostalgia. So definitely on sale. Now that's truly bringing it back full circle. <laughs> I know. I was watching this movie though, and I'm just like, I'm not loving it. Like I didn't hate it, right? I'm just, I'm not uh-huh. loving it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so many people are going to be so upset at me that I don't love this movie. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I no, like, not I, at all. I can appreciate. I don't, I don't even just mean you guys. Like I know other people who love this movie too, and I'm like finally uh-huh. watching it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I have the heart to break it to them that I don't love it. <laughs> But no, like this I can, is one I can for appreciate it. Yeah, I can appreciate it. I, I like again. I enjoyed Mandy Patinkin's performance. The guy from that one show about the soldier, oh my God. <laughs> the, the wrong way, um, nailed it. And you know, and Andre the Giant, I appreciate his performance. But overall, it just, it just, it was not totally for me. But I'm glad that I watched it. Oh, the Fezic figure from McFarland is called a Mega mega figure i guess because of his size because of his size it comes with a rock that he throws Mm -hmm. (laughs) i liked him he's like you know i i don't miss like i could have hit you and killed you if i wanted to i love how he even sounds because he's so huge you know i'm like when even when he's rhyming that just that deep right (laughs) you know what where it took a weird turn for me there was the albino that they called him who had him chained up in the secret lab first of all the whole gag where he's like he, he talks like this you are here and then he clears his throat and he actually has like a proper regular voice i'm like okay <laughs> that's that's funny that seems like something out of robin hood men in tights you know yes it, it, it seemed it seemed out of nowhere it was funny it, i still liked it but then the whole like this machine that just sucks life with <laughs> suction cups i'm like okay this okay i guess they're just trying to wrap up the story now you know it's that was a little bit weird uh, that, that was that was the turning billy crystal i didn't realize i didn't realize billy crystal was in this either but like two words out of his mouth and i was like oh that's billy crystal very oh, distinctive as, right yeah yeah was it max magic max something like that the yeah. old dude yeah. yeah magic magic mike yeah no that's, miracle max yeah. yoko you watched a different movie <laughs> <laughs> you watched something else. Yeah. yeah. Then she went straight into Princess Diaries. 
I watched this and then Attack of the Clones. Yoko watched this and then Magic Mike. Uh, (laughs) Right. And Princess Diaries. No, Yoko, some people don't put it up to a a standard like that either because of the slapstick. Yeah. Or like that. That's what it is for me. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do slapstick. I can't. Right. But a lot of people don't either because they're like, well, that really, you know, again, of saying the, Mm -hmm. it's just one of those almost, like you're saying, Kevin, a Mel Brooks movie. Like that's what you that's what you mm-hmm. classify it under. I mean, even though this one wasn't, but they do. And you know, when they you talk about old good cult movies, but this had more of a standing to it mm-hmm. than just that. But there are people who like, oh no, Princess Bride, no. That's a you know, your three stooges type of movie. No. It's it's Yoko, still do you okay. like the three stooges? No. <laughs> That's fine. It's not for everyone. But yo, they randomly roll down the hill and then she's like, oh my god. Oh my god. That and then part, she starts taking a part, tumble. That was the part where I was like, I can't with this. <laughs> Makes no sense. I love that he caught Stop up with it. each one of them and he, yeah. he beat he bested them each in a different way. One by strength, one by his, his sword skill, and one by wit. And that, that whole thing with the poison drink. And, and and spinning it around but then he was like i've trained myself for years to be to be immune to this poison like ah come on man <laughs> 80s gotta love it yeah but it was yeah i think it was the 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 random albino in the secret lab under the underground tree door <laughs> cave with the with the life-sucking machine was uh that was where it, it was like a little much otherwise it was enjoyable that's cool. That that's that's way awesome. I I I totally respect both points. Um, and now I'm just very excited to go into Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when Paul comes back next week, hopefully, he can give us his uh, all of his super knowledge on Princess Bride. I think I'm I think I'm getting it. I think I'm getting it. I think I'm. For the very last yeah. call out, yes. Yeah, nailing the name, but the homework for next week. That was, a, okay, Princess Bride. Look, I didn't have to pause. Princess Bride was was a fun homework assignment. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I will say that. And for the listeners, yeah, I do, I do want some sort of toy. Maybe if you know something out there, let me know. If it's not just McFarlane. Mm-hmm. But the homework for next week, Star Wars prequels, episode two. <laughs> Three. I got tons of toys for that. <laughs> Episodes one optional. I think. I think when ideally, when I first had kids, How can I was you say Phantom Menace is optional now? <laughs> because Duel of the Fates, man, Duel of the Fates. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let me strike that from the record. <laughs> it's not optional. You're right. You're right. Just In watch the. Yeah. Watch Res- the. Uh, put some respect on his name. Watch the toby is it toby who did the cut with no jar jar he re-edited it i don't know anything no it was topher it was topher grace who recut episode one to remove jar jar topher grace did some it was one of those two that's another matt damon ben affleck mix-up yeah yeah (laughs) this is a real thing i don't even know this one one of those two recut episode one and removed all of Jar Jar's scenes, and <laughs> took all Jar Jar I, I'm out. pretty sure it's Topher Grace. Took Seems all Jar like Jar. Seems like a Topher Grace move. Obviously, yeah, right. <laughs> like it made no effect 
sorry, not that it made no effect. Jar Jar made no effect on on the movie because the movie was still like watchable. I think that he made an improvement mm-hmm. removing him, moving all of his scenes where it wasn't he wasn't important. Obviously, the Gungans and all that stuff is a huge is a huge part of the 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 war on Naboo but him like rolling over those balls and spilling them by accident and saving the day you, you haven't heard about this Ernie no that it was removed I'm still stuck on my my conspiracy theory out there I, I've never heard that one before of him being removed the one that I'm full into is that the movie was about Jar Jar and that he was supposed to be the Sith character he was the Phantom Menace. Because have what? you have you guys ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, I don't think mine mine is not a, a theory, but I would like to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it kind of is the if you're gonna cut him out and show it like see, this is still good without him. Like, okay. But the theory was out there, because this is weird. It's called the Phantom Menace, right? When we're all going into the movie knowing exactly who Palpatine is. Mm-hmm. We we know he's going to turn into the emperor. Everything that's going to set up, right? Like that's not your Phantom Menace. Like why would you call it that? That the theory is out there that it was supposed to be Jar Jar. Jar Jar was going to be this evil Sith Lord that was then infiltrating behind them with that by being this stupid character because he had yellow eyes. There are some scenes in the back when when Qui-Gon or somebody is talking, giving orders, Jar Jar is mouthing the same orders as if he was using like mind control, a, a Sith mind thing to all go into play. All and right. Then, I'm going to need, I'm, I'm going to need timestamps. You're saying Jar Jar was a Sith that was Sith mind tricking a Jedi to Jedi mind trick somebody else. <laughs> no, he was mind tricking Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan into making mm-hmm. This has always been the Emperor's plan, right? He had everything he needed. He just always needed to be to put in motion. Like we get into Clone Wars and all that stuff. So it goes into further with that is there's scenes where he's in it, he's behind, and he's mouthing exactly what Qui-Gon is saying to Amidala to make her do something. So he was doing the whole Jedi mind trick to Qui-Gon to further the plan out. The way that he flips and does stuff, like the scene where... Uh, the tanks come in and he has fallen from the second level and like that. If you're watching him in the background while Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are fighting the droids that are all coming at him, he's freaking doing flips and going back and forth like perfectly when he was supposed to be this stupid idiot the way that he fell, right? So the theory is is that he was the Phantom Menace. It was going to be revealed that way. Then it came out real campy. The kids liked him. And then he changed direction and went somewhere else because then in the second one, where in the hell did Darth Tyrannus come from? Just all of a sudden Count Dooku Hmm. shows up talking, Oh, I'm the other Sith. Where did that come from? He just showed up. He wasn't a part of the story. No, anything. I'm Count Dooku. And it's so funny that we all still call him Count Dooku because he was never Count Dooku. He was Darth Tyrannus. Like, technically, he was the Sith Lord Darth Tyrannus, but we always call him Count Dooku, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was the Jedi Count Dooku. But he was just thrown in there. He was written in like, hi, okay, story change, I'm here, to where that would have been Jar Jar. That's the conspiracy theory out there. 
maybe there's an there's you know in the multiverse. But then what was Maul? Maul part of the plan too, though. But uh, I'm saying to go into the real plan of a Phantom Menace in that one. Yes, he had Maul show up, who was there to do that. But then also leading the way of this was Jar Jar, and then he was going to reveal himself. That was the whole capturing Obi Wan. But then they just plugged in Dooku. I don't out know. Of nowhere. Man. I don't know about this Facebook theory. I know it's it's crazy. I did read a little bit about this before, not quite to the detail that Ernie just went into, but I don't know if I buy it. I don't know. I half buy Maybe. it. I half don't buy it. Palpatine is from Naboo. Maybe they knew each other as as children. <laughs> it's it's Jar Jar and very and hard Sheev. because then I'll it went into look. the marketing and the slapstick of you know kids laughing and blah blah blah, and then it was like, oh wait a second, what? Yeah, we're gonna sell more toys if he stays more. that this is, way. Yeah, yeah, you can't turn turn the biggest cash cow into a bad guy now. Right, mm -hmm. and then it was ended up everybody hated him. Most oh, stupid Jar Jar, and yeah. There's a there's a lot to it for reals because it's the points that are made are in the movie like you can see it like oh we will well, what we the will hell? watch for that as we do our homework watching flipping watching some of the scenes just try not to direct on the front scene he's always in the background doing something like that mouthing and and like I said I'm, that I'm whole flip for scene the, for the mouthing for sure <laughs> for sure I used to has have anyone, it all keyed up has anyone ever asked uh, the actor is it Ahmed best mm -hmm. about this theory that would be no, that would be not, cool not to, hear. to my not to my knowledge not that Why don't i you know get of. him on or announce him announce him for our show <laughs> there you go join us next week when we're gonna have Ahmed best and totally put this theory out there and blow star wars world mind right before celebration yeah steal their thunder dang and then me and yoko walking in they're like oh my god those are the ones from boba squadron they just blew the lid off of star wars Jar Jar is a Sith Lord. I don't yeah. I don't know that we could take credit for that. If it was all true, if he came on here and it was like, yeah, you guys are right. We I've been holding this you secret didn't make forever. it out. You you weren't the one who pointed out yeah. or like noticed it though. We just talked about it. We'd be stealing okay. someone else's theory. No, I'm saying we'd be the show to to get the credit to yes, it was true. He came on this show and said it. Confirmed. Well, Boba's we are confirms. At, we are good at getting Star Wars stars to confirm things. There you go. So see, that's where it comes from then. <laughs> right there. I mean, yeah, somebody else had this theory a long time ago. We're just the ones to <laughs> confirm it. Yeah, and that'll be episode 10. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to be pissed, right? Just drop the mic. That's Nobody like Jar Jar. They, in all honesty, it really sucks. He had a lot of mental stuff after it. He yeah. had some breakdowns. From it, yeah. Yeah. Damn. On the serious tip, which is really stupid, guys. It's, it's Star Wars. Leave people alone. Like, he's not the one who said, hey, I'm going to be Jar Jar and I want to do this. Yeah, he's yeah. an actor. Those, you know, he was, he was directed to make those yeah. kind of moves. But man, it's, I think ever since having kids, and seeing how kids uh, perceive things differently, like how really things that grownups perceive as stupid, like, oh, that's lame. It's like children just find pure joy watching that stuff. It's like, that's what Jar Jar was. That's how it, mm -hmm. they were seen. 
So it's like, man, stop, stop dumping on that. Like it, it wasn't for you. The whole concept, I think for a lot of fandoms, it's like, it wasn't for you. I see. It seems to be, it goes over the head of a lot of people who just want it. Who want those are George's words. George's words of Star Wars is for that little seven-year-old boy in his mind playing and seeing this space battle. He's or always said that. Or girl. Yes. I No, I was making like a true quote, but you're right. Yes. <laughs> or or girl. Don't put words in George's mouth. Let's uncancel that, that statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like toys, figures, stuff that comes out that, you know, you don't like, it's not, it's not for you. It, it's not for you. Somebody out there wants this stuff. So just wait and let it's other people quite, enjoy their quite stuff. It's the concept for some people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for all the generosos I gave to some of those kids. Yeah. I need to go back and buy the good I mean, ones now. Jin, Jin is some, someone's hero, you know? Absolutely, Jin but see, I should a go. Good character. Oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the toy that was all messed up. That was a messed up face, dude. Oh, I don't. I don't know, know what that looked like. The original Jin. That's that's what I mean by it. Not Jin. I freaking love Rogue One. Um, Rogue One is amazing. I still I, want I, the hot toys of her in in the Imperial outfit with the. There's a hot thing. toys of that. Yeah, dude. Oh, that is sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. I wish she was in that costume more. In her, I, in I would, her, yeah, talking about out. fan cuts and everything when people ask for cuts i would like to see the original cut of rogue one that was completely changed there was a lot of that change you mm-hmm. go to any of the trailers on youtube of did they live at the end in, of in any rogue of the cuts? One? no and it was a completely watch, watch a rogue one trailer none of that you see is in the movie huh. at all all completely different scenes, different action sequences. I don't like rewatching Rogue One because I don't like to feel depressed of them dying. But but they had to though. Like you knew that was going to. I know. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm trolling a little bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I do have a Chirrut Imway hot toy. It does make he me pheno- depressed. Though. He is phenomenal. I didn't know there was. It's, a hot it's not what you call too. a feel good movie. You know, it's a good it movie. It's not. It is not a feel good movie. The, uh, it is it's not one your, of my feels movie though. Win. Heroes you know what? That's why win. I like it. It's a feels bad man movie. Mm, I like it though. Because and of the to feels. Top it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top it off Vader, you know. One mm-hmm. of the hugest Star Wars mo- mm-hmm. uh, moments in, mm-hmm. in in theaters, man. I'm glad I got to see that. It made a new hope all new again. To roll mm-hmm. completely into that scene of what he just did, and then he boards her ship that way, and we see all that, it's completely different after that. It was amazing. I mean, after the theater, I ran home and watched New Hope, like, because you had to. It was just sitting there, like, unfinished, it felt. <laughs> right. Just they did you know? Good. Correct. The time it took you to get from the theater to go home and watch New Hope was the same amount of time that Vader took to catch up to the ship. Probably. And, and, and break through the doors. You're absolutely right. And then be all cool and common collective after he just slaughtered everybody. Does it It amazing? Do you ever notice? And is there an explanation for this? That when you watch a new hope, everyone pronounces it Princess Leah. All names are that's like a shtick now of all the names from Han Han and Lando doing it right. Yeah. But everybody says everything different constantly. 
I mean, I guess Which I is, can't even pronounce names properly now. So I, I mean, can't even say I can't even say this name right. I messed no, it up we're, again last night. When I was doing my cool stuff I ate this week video, and it was the Bubo Wumba Farms, right? Yeah. <laughs> I texted Ernie. I was like, "How do I pronounce this? I don't sound like an idiot in my reel." <laughs> the Bubo Wumba. I was like, and "I, don't did I tell you, somebody will still say we're wrong." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It, Bubo, it, it's Bubo Wumba. I, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> because of all of that. Or like last week when I said, you know, yeah, I need to get your at at. People's like, you know, and I thought that's what Paul was saying when <laughs> yeah. when he was like Ernie, and I was like, dang, yeah. I'm sorry, Paul, I didn't know you were doing that because people <laughs> flip out about that too. Yeah. So that's really funny in Star Wars. I love that I love- Paul. Paul stood up to that though. He's like, I'm not some gatekeeping asshole. That's like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's AT all because terrain attack true. transport. Yeah, no, it those people are real. You, you can be in total conversation. Like, I'm I'm serious. Like, we could be at celebration. Yoko, Ernie, you guys are awesome. I love Boba Squadron. Da, 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 and completely turn into, but you know what, Ernie, you are an ass because it's not at at. It's the an only, all terrain. The only time I <laughs> judge someone was someone who was saying talking about how much they liked how big of a star wars fan they were and they were like look at my at5 t-shirt i judged oh that first. it was an atst an... yes yeah. i was gonna say that for the st <laughs> at5 t i judged that person for sure they... yeah it is really funny but yeah when poli- i've always said they made fun of me on the show because there's somebody in their name Salicious Crumb, and that's how I've always said it, Salicious. And then everybody so, finally, like a year a later, name. Ernie, that's, you're a so regular, wrong. that's a regular, that's a regular English that's, word. Wait, sir. I think this was the first time I was on Toy Migos, and mm-hmm. someone asked me how to pronounce Salacious. I'm like Salacious Crumb, and you you were saying Salicious. I've always said Salacious Crumb. Yeah, you were like, you're like, yeah, you know, some people pronounce it this way, and some people pronounce it this way. And then in my head, I'm like, no, there's only one way. And then I hear Yoko on the chat. She's like, no, that that's not debatable. There's only one way. Like she Always said it. Afraid of Yoko on your on your live, and she was no, she was she wasn't circle. afraid. She wasn't yeah. afraid. That was her first time on your show. You're like, yeah, Silesius. I'm like, nope, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. See, I've always heard it that way. So, so in my head, the, that's the difference it is. there is salacious. That's a real word. <laughs> yeah. Savage oppressed. Like, no, that's just savage, dude. It is savage oppressed. I know. I know. I'm messing with you. <laughs> See, I'm like, my honey always yells at me because I say grievous wrong. Always. You, like when we first started grievous? dating, I say grievous. I swear that I've always heard it as grievous. There's General no Grievous. I after the V. Sorry, it's General Grievous to me. And she always says, as soon as I'm done talking, I could be talking to somebody and she will pop up. Grievous? 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 I'm like, yeah, General Grievous. And then you're like, oh, you're this gatekeeping asshole. <laughs> Never. I've always said that. So those are my two. Salicious Crumb and General Grievous. So with wrapping up yeah. all this classic movie talk, I'm so excited that the homework is episode one, two, and three of Star Wars. That's going to lead us right up into the premiere of Obi-Wan. And speaking of Obi-Wan, if you want to get geared up for it, I know if you went to toyingaround.ca, there's a brand new hat up on the merch page. It's a nice looking hat. I got Hello say. there. 
yeah, check out the hello there. My pick is the blue. You can get it in all different colors, but I I, I would choose the blue. I think that looks fresh. Kind of like the classic black and yellow, though myself. It does. Well, it match the the spirit jersey you got on right I know. now for I, sure. Most of my hats are black. I feel like. Let let the I feel like choose, I chose or let wrong. the let the listener choose. Yeah, because I feel like I chose wrong. I should have got a black and red uh, Boba Squad. I do like the black and red a lot. If you're listening to this and you have no idea what we're talking about, just listen to the go check out the video version or just just go go to the website and you can you can check out all the different Mm -hmm. colors. Boba Squadron gear, the hello there snapback all up on toying. Enablers. Yeah. Options are great. It's great to have so many options. Is it time? <laughs> this has been episode nine of the Boba Squadron. Thank you so much for listening to us on the platform platform of your choice. Platform of your choice. Uh, or, or maybe you're watching us on YouTube later in the week. If so, I apologize. Um, <laughs> if so, we're waving to you right now. Thank you so much for the follows the subscribes, the shares, the comments, whatever is appropriate on said platform of your choice. We always appreciate the support. We'll be back for episode 10 next week before we switch gears to lives again. So keep your eyes out for that. Sure to be a good time. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Did I miss, did I forget something? No, no, that's it. Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, nailed it. Bye-bye.